Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Keeps coming and coming and coming. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. And I'm here to be your guide. It's Aaron, Fire Magic Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. Slippage, slippage, slippage. If you say slippage or sing the Space Jam song one more time. Okay, but well we got serious dudes. We can't get into Hey Arnold Decides. Like I almost said the Mr. Green stuff. No, 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 no. We got cross-faction shit happening in 925, and I'm still gooped, gagged, and malooped. Yeah, and we're talking, like, you will be able to cross-faction, group up for raids and Mythic Plus and PvP, correct? Yep. Yes, so it's interesting because it's all the organized content you can get together. And there's been a big thing of like, the community's finally together. We're finally one. If I roll up to a blood elf and hit him and slash say with like, yo, what's up? He's not going to know what I'm saying, right? Unless we're in an instance. Correct. Um, yeah, there's going to be no cross-faction things unless you are grouped together inside of the instance. Actually, I, I do think if you join a party, you can probably talk to them. Um, if you're outside in the world, but you can still kill that person, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Yeah, they actually clarified that. They said that um, even if you are in a group with a Horty, like, assuming, like, from our point of view, because we're Alliance, that you could technically summon them to Plaguefall, kill them at the stone, and then run into the instance. <laughs> but then, like, probably leave your group, but, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> the like... organized hits. That's something we would do in college is just all night, like, trying to join groups or make groups just to summon people and whack them as they load in. Okay, you say in college, but what, when the, the minute this was announced and the minute I read that line, I was like, okay, well, if I'm thinking about doing this, that means that some people out there are definitely going to do this. And I still kind of want to do it at least once. <laughs> They also did clarify, though, that you would need to specifically say that you want cross-faction to queue for your group if you put it in group finder, things like that. I mean, overall, I think that this is a big dub for Alliance players, because, like, as we said before, like, sometimes our, like, group finder is pretty empty, and we're, like, I, I don't know, I feel like, well, it goes beyond just the fact that we're on Proud more, but, like, I feel like they're should be more groups than there are, but yeah. then we go on our Horde alts, even... And, like, those groups are bumping. There's so many. Fucking so, I feel like... I, the, yeah. what, well, I'm doing my horde alts. I'm queuing for dungeons. And I'm doing it as, like, Windwalker Monk. Instantly. Instantly. Every single time. And that's even, like, mar not marginalized, but, like, smaller content. Like, I was like, BC dungeons, please. And it was instant. You know what's funny? That is actually the inverse for PvP for the horde. Isn't that weird? Because uh, uh, Alliance Battlegrounds, if you queue into a battleground, uh, you will get in in what, like 30 seconds, like a minute. Horde Battleground queues are like our dungeon queues. I didn't know that. I didn't think about this, but yeah, they need an Alliance team to face. And there's like literally two Alliance RPG teams ever, like period, at any given time. And it's not even just RPGs. It's it's if you do random, if you just do like the regular random queue for heroics or, or for uh for battlegrounds, which, by the way, uh, heroic dungeons, uh, regular battlegrounds, those do not count for cross faction because they don't want to have that be like the opt in opt out if it's if, you know if you're forced to do it. Wait, heroic dungeons aren't? 
They are not. Interesting. Well, I guess that means I just will never see them in a dungeon then. Not being like, I'm too epic, but like, I feel like going into expansion, you do normal for the first month, and it's like, okay, bye, stinkies. Yeah, even on your ults, there really isn't a reason to do them most of the time. Yeah, it's just a mythic thing, and you have to go through group finder to make it happen, obviously. Um, Or you can just invite your B-tag friends if you're friends with them, so. I wonder how this will work for mythic raiding. Say that there's a Horde on Proudmore before Hall of Fame. Would they be able to join us? I would. I would think yes. Uh, I don't. I don't see why not. Now I have seen some people. Some people are like really jumping the gun on this. They're like, we need to have cross faction guilds right now. And I'm like, well, yo, we gotta chill, right? We gotta slow down because, like, I think you can still pick somebody up like that, right? A Horde Proudmore person can join us. Right, and I do think that they actually addressed this, um, because a lot of people were like, well, you know, that's pretty much everything that we've asked for besides cross-faction guilds, and they said that they're going to take it slow and listen to feedback in 9.25, and they said that they're open to it, which I, like, reading between the lines, that kind of is implying that they might be thinking about that for 10.0. It's kind of what it sounds like. They just, they want to take a slow approach, and this is, I think this is the best approach to take right now, because it, it eases... Our mythic plus pugging pain. My God, you're telling me that that we can that we're gonna have a tank instantly, basically, right? Like, holy shit! But it also introduces a really, really big problem too. I think we're really underestimating how bad it will be. That you know, it's very likely that we're gonna get a Volpera in our group. Oh fuck! Boost, boo, y'all stop being mean. I don't want they're, one of those little nasty. They're fucks. just as viable. No, they're also they, you know mm-hmm. you know you won't. I've had to hang out with these guys pretty exclusively for like two weeks. It's nothing but Torin. Like I used no. to be like, oh, it's nothing but Blood Elves. It's just Torin, and the fact that there's two types of Torin—that's all anyone wants to do over there. The only thing that makes it worth it, the, the of us having to hang out with these little nasty foxes, is that they are gonna have to look gnomes and mechanomes in the fucking eyes in their groups <laughs> yeah yeah it's true the horde will also have to share that burden with us <laughs> what the, whoa this is such a i mean mechanomes are one thing but standard gnomes they are okay, accepted no. this so is a slide slide did say he lumped gnomes in there but my comment was mainly at mechanomes okay, i know that i was like ago, i was like ago we said <laughs> i was like because i'm okay with the mechanomes i understand the community doesn't but standard gnomes they've earned their spot they're in the group photo the worgen oh my god they have to do with those guys too Ugh. this is crazy though this is absolutely nuts now i okay so back to the cross-faction guild thing i want to go back to that one so some people are saying that it's not enough because it's going to be hard to maintain contact with the opposite faction player, which is kind of true. And so they're going to be leading on communities pretty heavily for this, which I feel like most people don't really use. I still use communities quite a bit, actually. So I don't know if like I'm just in the right groups or I'm seeking it out. I know that those mega guilds, like what are is it like AIE or whatever, they are cross server already so and they have an add-on so that they can make it so that their guild chat is all combined so i assume that like even if they need to like make the community rely on add-ons to like be be able to contact with your horde people in your alliance guild or whatever they'd probably find a way to like 
make an add-on for that. I don't think you even need an add-on, though. Like, we have Discord now. We have Discord and communities. And, like, I guess, it really realistically, me and Immune are speaking from somebody who does this. We we join, we, we raid with a guild group um, on the weekends with Dogs With Jobs, and we're not in their guild. And we don't see anything that happens in guild chat, but we still are able to successfully raid with them and communicate with them pretty easily and handily. You know, you add them to your VNet tag, you, you, you get in their Discord server, and you're just there. So, like, I, I really don't think the argument of, we need cross-faction guilds now, otherwise it's not going to work, doesn't really hold a lot of water. I do think it would be cool, like, if they di- if they decided to do it and made it work, I think, like, that is the logical next step from what they just announced now. Um, so, I definitely see it happening in the future, it's just that a matter of time, and I can only imagine, overall, how much work they have to go through to make even cross-factional content work successfully on their end. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know if we're going to be getting cross-faction guilds in 10.0. Because a lot of their decisions right now are trying to ease the people who don't want to team with the opposite faction, right? You can choose to opt into this. You don't have to do it. Once you do cross-faction guilds, it's over. You're Nobody's going to be able to escape unless you have like a, like a only straight yeah. alliance only. Like... <laughs> it's gonna be like all of those guilds advertising in trade chat i'm proud more that they're like we're lgbt friendly and they're gonna be like we're lgbt h plus friendly uh, when you said that they were straight alliance i thought you were saying like we, we own we're only alliance and we're only straight like, listen what? aaron you need to let go of that old guild i why'd they why'd they break down I just, I really do hope my man is doing well at college. He told me where he went once, but I don't remember. Once cross-faction guilds become a thing, we can make that guild. We can recreate it for him, Aaron. We can bring him back to the game. Well, we, the two of us would be lying, at least. That's fine, though. I'm sure the vast majority of straight was lying. (laughs) I think what's also really funny is that, so as they're working through, like, all the cross-faction stuff, some of the raids still can't be cross-factioned, like Battle of the Zarlor or Ice Crown, because of the components of the two <laughs> factions. But also, like, why would you even need to do that? Like, who cares? Like, I guess, you know what I mean? That's old. They could also make it work, though. They could, like, if you were a Horde in a ma- mainly Alliance group, like, during the Alliance part, they would just make you into Alliance, and then you would just be your main self during the Horde part, I suppose. <laughs> I guess it's weird, because, like, I'm just particularly thinking of Daza. The character models are very different, and maybe there's like an associated voice line that you are you know with that character's voice. But I think the abilities are all the same. Like, the Blood Elf guy isn't doing anything different that the Kul'Tyrian guy is doing. I mean, I guess we don't know. We haven't done it. I mean, maybe it is different. You know what I mean? I, I feel like mm. it almost has to be different. Otherwise, it would be super easy, I feel like, to just be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You can go on as one factioner. They they do have different Wowpedia entries. I know because when I was looking like two weeks ago, there is a distinct like Jade Fire People Alliance, Jade Fire People Horde. So maybe there are different strats, in which case that's weird. I, know, I guess I know there's different strats for Grong the Unliving and Grong the Never Gonna Keep Me Down. So I guess, yeah, there is difference to some of the bosses. And you know what? This also is interesting because if you think about this, right? If if Battle of the Zara lore is not 
going to be available to do this in 9.2. That means that this idea for cross-faction reading literally is a Shadowlands thing. Otherwise, they would have designed Battle of Desire lore to be easier, easierly accommodating to the faction swapping, right? So they didn't, they were not con even considering it by the end of BFA, which I feel like would have been the spot to consider it, right? Mm hmm. Which makes sense because every time it's like been brought up at BlizzCon for like literally since the beginning of BlizzCon, I feel, and they were always just like, ha ha ha, maybe, like the, but like the way that your mom says maybe when you ask for something and then you know it means no. Yeah, that, so like I I, I want to go into Ian's interview because I it's pretty funny. I, it's not often I say that Ian has to eat his own shit, but he had to eat his own shit because he's been one of the people who's always been like, mm, it's one of the core pillars of the game. It's never gonna change. Warcraft three, Warcraft one and two, humans versus orcs. That is our foundation of the game. And then in this interview, he was like, "Whoa, listen, times change." Ha 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 Funny garage line. But I'll like, play the he, song in the background. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's funny because in the interview, he literally, okay, so he, he did basically say, okay, so we were wrong, we are looking at things that the community has asked, and that we told them no, right? So that's a pretty good acknowledgement of, like, how they need to take more feedback and actually listen to it. They He literally called themselves stubborn. He said that we're stubborn, we're traditional, and I was like, okay, well, you're getting a little too close to hating the gays there, Ian. Um, but then... He tried to spin. <laughs> we have plenty of families in the game, so you can say that we stand for family values. Our family values, you know, our nuclear family also has the Borealis Ring as intended. <laughs> but, okay, he tried to spin this as, as he said, <clears throat> It's easy to assume as shorthand that the core idea is Horde versus Alliance. I think if you go back to like Warcraft 1 or Warcraft 2, well, yes, that's literally the case. But from Warcraft 3 onwards, I think the ideals of Warcraft have been adventure, exploration, but also the fact that we actually, fundamentally, have more in common than what separates us. The Alliance and Horde are both defending their homes, searching for homes, fighting for family, for honor, for justice. This motherfucker literally said six months ago, basically, that like, well, Warcraft 3, you know, they hate each other, so we can't do it. And now he's like, Warcraft 3, uh, you know, they can get along. And I'm like, you can't use the same example for this. Like, you, you're double speaking us right now. Well, we know what speak is true in this sense, because we're getting cross-faction shit in 925. <laughs> it's honestly kind of scary, isn't it? Because, like, one, like, that's not, like, you can't undo that. Like, one, that's going to be our life once it happens. Real talk, I never thought this would actually happen, I, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's tough because it's it's like it's a thing that everyone wants. And then part of me is like, well, it makes sense to satisfy people. You do want to put it in. But also, it is just a thing where, ugh, like, how is, I, how is this design choice going to affect the content? That's my big thing is like... I feel like there are, even though people are like, we're tired of it. I'm tired of them. There is still some Horde versus Alliance story they could have told, but they're not going to do that now. Yeah, and like, I never thought this would happen until there was that weird BlizzCon interview where they were like, we're looking into it, and we're maybe the future holds something different. And I was like, what the, what is this vague, weird speak? Yeah, which at the time I think we just uh, threw aside as like, oh, they're just doing that thing where they don't really have an answer. But 
overall, this news drop left us with some big questions. Like, what does this mean for at least the three of us, our favorite, like, war mode? Like, what does this mean for that? How, like, how will we interact in cities where, like, technically you can be friendly towards people who are, like, you group up with, like, that are horrid? I, I like, can they go come to Stormwind? I don't, I, there's a lot of questions that are up in the air. Yeah, that's, that's a, I was in the shower day thinking about that. Like, I can be cool with Grognak, my favorite orc friend, but I saw a tweet that was like, we're going to be dancing on the, the mailboxes in Ogrimmar. Will we? Because if we can't talk outside of a group, I assume the guards are still going to snipe me down. Yeah, and that's what I, that's where I'm stuck too. Okay, so obviously in nine two five, that none of that is happening, right? We're just going to be doing instant stuff. But if if cross faction guilds ever become a thing, how the fuck are they going to handle war mode? Because if we're all mixing and mingling and in the same group and in the same guilds, who do we kill out in the wild? Yeah, I could see this happening several different ways. I think that they could still have war mode as is, and then it's just like an opt-in to world PvP, opt-out of world PvP, and then like, I guess technically that means you could kill your horde guildies if you were in a cross-faction guild in 10.0 or whatever, but I don't know, currently they're saying that it's kind of just like an instance thing, where like, if that's their thought process, I could see how in the future they could say that like, or at least the way I would justify it is that like, we are teams and guilds of Azeroth's, like, core adventurers. We're, like, you know, the the very small group of heroes that saved Azeroth, where we might work with the Horde to, like, save Azeroth, but the masses of people, like the humans in Stormwind, still wouldn't want to see an orc or an yeah. undead, like, in the trade district, you know? Yeah, you... Oh, God, this feels so bad. Okay, I'm just going to blanket statement. In the real world, I don't endorse this, and I don't want it to work like this. But, yeah, it's going to be tough to have these groups of people where it's like green men came out of a big portal 15 years ago, and they've con- we've continued to fight each other forever. I'm still very mad at them. And they're not just... I don't see there being a lore reason or things where there's like, you know what? Maybe they're A-OK. Yeah, exactly. Because, okay, so like, just everyone, just RP focus on lore, right? Families have been slaughtered by these green alien men. You can't expect everybody in Stormwind to just be like all cool with this, right? Like Death Knights, even even like the when Death Knights come into Stormwind, they get they get hit with tomatoes. Even, and even when oranges. they're humans. Yeah, like, so how the fuck are they going to react to a Torin hanging out in the bank? Like, lore-wise, it kind of, it kind of is still fucked up, you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like you can allow them into each other's cities, but that just feels weird if you're in a guild together, right? That's why I hope that even if they do allow it, that, like, from a lore basis, like, you still can't, wouldn't allow the other faction into its, like, the opposite faction of the cities, um, and that's like, sorry, like if you have a cross faction guild, you'll have to like meet in Oribos or like I was about some to say, place, do, you, do you, know? you have to, do you have to go to somewhere that is neutral? Be like, oh shit, I gotta go to Booty Bay. Booty Bay is the only place where my love for Grobthar, the orc woman can flourish. There's just a lot that cross faction guilds, I feel like would just change. And a lot of it is just in war mode right like uh, think about like uh when people raid iron forge what happens now because i uh if i'm in 
usually what happens in war mode is you can ask your guild for help or you know you call in reinforcements but if half of your guild are the other faction they're, they're not going to come and help you right why would they <laughs> Yeah, imagine trying to mobilize an alliance group in your cross-faction guild saying, like, we're going to the Undercity to kill Sylvanus. And then the other half of your horde guild in guild chat is like, we are organizing a group to stop the rest of our guild from killing <laughs> Sylvanus. <laughs> that, that's also this is a very minor thing. I hope that they mark down in your cross-faction guild, if that is a thing, who is what. Because I would hate to be like, is, is there anyone... <laughs> Well, it, like not memorizing names oh, no, and then someone yeah. goes and talks to me and then they bamboozle me because they were secretly a troll the whole time. They actually show up. Like, oh, yeah, you need help where you at. And then they kill you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, like there's just that's why I feel like they're really going to take their really, really sweet time on cross faction guilds. There's a lot to unwind for war mode. And I know a lot of people don't do war mode. We haven't done we haven't been in, in war mode in a while just because I feel like the zones are so small that they're so bottlenecked that it's really hard to get anything done without getting into a fight every two seconds. You know what I mean? Which I kind of want. I think it's time. I think it's time that we go back in. It's been too long. It is. You, you know, not call to action uh, against, against overwhelming odds. It's still there. I don't know how long it's been there. But just the other day, I noticed that guy was there. I was like, you know what? I want to yeah. act like a fool. Yeah, I, I want to. I there's something. This this is not sarcastic at all. There's something about wasting my time fighting a troll bitch in a cave for no reason other than like he looked at me funny and stole my mob that I just love a lot. Like it's it's bizarre. I literally waste so much time fighting people for no reason. I mean, you know, both of us do as well. Like we, we like back in BFA, that was our shit. We all got those achievements just for <laughs> killing Hordies. Like we love, we ate that shit up. Like I, I love that shit. And that's why I'm sad that like if if this cross faction thing leads to like the end of war mode or like the end of world PvP, which I guess could technically be their solution to this. Yeah. They're just like no more war mode. Everyone's friendly now, which would suck. Okay, now I do have a solution to this that needs a lot, 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 lot of workshopping, and it kind of goes back to. Uh, trade chat, uh, Aaron's podcast. Weren't you guys putting like factions and like different like yeah, groups together? Yeah, that that was right? that was during that was during. God, fucking what the war front, the night elf war front. Yeah, and sort of the tensions based on that. Yeah, we created a green team, a ter- tertiary faction. So like, I, I was I've been trying to cut up the horde and alliance right and and putting them together and then i i cut them into thirds and i'm like who what would the three different groups be i would i'm, I'm thinking like the night elves and, and the torrent automatically are in a group together but who goes I with would them? say worgen the worgen yeah because I would they say, basically live together well, um, it's tough because right every i would say the worgen as a people could go with the green team but Gen, he is so alliance positive that it's like everyone but him could go. But how are you not going to have your leader there? Okay, but once once they decide, once Anduin shakes hands with like the undead and is like, we are now friends. I think Gen would be like, yo, I'm getting mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah, no, and that's why I think like the one of the east one of the Eastern Kingdom alliances. Oh. 
as as a not the alliance, but like working together or like being a new faction would probably be I could see humans, dwarfs, and undead. Because the like already like Kelia and Anduin and Jaina are all like friendly. I could see that working out, especially if Sylvanas is out of the picture. And wow, that just actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, the gnomes have, well, or do the gnomes have to be there? They have I, the mecha gnomes now and the goblins. So. No, yeah, listen, listen, I, up, think, I, I, have I think they can here. make a techno island somewhere. Yes. Oh. So then, like you, you have like the goblins, the gnomes, and the mecha gnomes. They like they could all be like, yeah, we're all techies. We're together out here on this island. Okay, but see, what my idea is three three groups. I mean, I guess you could do more. But if the more you do, the more difficult war mode becomes, right? If you pledge if you pledge yourself to the techie islanders, that's just three races. You're gonna get wrecked by every other race out there, right? Well, mm-hmm. maybe then you could just make them the island boys, and then throw in like the Kulturans and the <laughs> island Vandalaris. boys, island boys, and also the Volpera, because they're technically island boys. Oh, I'm, I'm no, 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 I just no, no, don't no. think about them. Oh. Yeah, they're not in the game. So mean. But yeah, I mean, like, so, like, if, if there was a way to make that, like, a, like, a, like three different factions, and you, in war mode, you're like, I want to be in this faction, and then you fight the other two factions, that's still kind of weird, because you're still fighting way more people than are on your side, right? It's not cut in half, you're cutting the thirds. And there's just a lot that I think war mode, I, I think war mode will suffer in the end, because either it's going to get this kind of care, or it's going to be completely neglected and it's like, you kill the Horde or you kill the Alliance. Good luck. Or they just might make War Mode go away and then just revert to like the whole PvE, PvP server thing, which is weird as well. If they were, they can't do that. It's too, it's too late for that. You, it, I feel like War Mode is something you also can't really undo. If you undo it, you have to give free server transfers for like three months. You know what I mean? I know, and that's why I do think that, like, their their two main solutions would just be, like, the one that I would not prefer, where it's just, like, get rid of war mode, everyone's friendly, which would suck, and the only PvP would be, like, actual PvP, like, battlegrounds and things, or the, the war mode on, war mode off button still, and then you're still just, like, horde alliance, so, like, you wouldn't be able to go into the opposite faction cities and things. I would give so much to just be a fly on the wall because these discussions are happening, but with the people who actually make the game. You know what I mean? Like they're like, "What do we do? What the fuck do we do now? Like what the fuck?" And the the only reason this happened, it has to be because of the alliance horde split must have gotten so bad. It has I, I to saw, be way worse. I saw than we think. a tweet that was, and I don't know where they're getting their numbers. It's it's seventy seven twenty three. I mean, that's what it feels like most of the time. Yeah, like, and I, I, I don't know the website they got, but it's 77% Horde. Like, that is atrocious. A, a lot of it is truly just because that's where the player base is. I, I'm actually, I have been pleasantly surprised with the amount of posts I've seen on the, on the WoW boards of Horde people being like, oh my god, I can finally play Alliance now. All my friends have been playing Horde, or it's where the best racials have been, and now I can finally be Alliance. And I'm like, I, like I'm not even kidding. Like, it's a lot of people saying this. 
I, I can only imagine that, like, all of the, like, top feral druids that are on Horde side are like, hell yeah, we are now going Night Elf for the Shadow Meld, baby. 100%. The feral discord, literally every hour, is like, I can finally be Night Elf again! And I'm like, you could have been Night Elf all this time, but it would have been suboptimal for your playstyle, probably. And then you have Kalis over in the corner who's been warging for some reason. <laughs> What is she doing? Wait, Kalos, why are you warging? I mean, to be gotta, fair, the, gotta the, the Shadow the, Mill break. <laughs> gotta get Dark Flight, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure is not even as fast as you guys naturally move. But th having three speeds is so good. Um, I mean, like, and and I don't think Shadow Mill Rake is even, it's not that strong to be like a game flipper. It is really strong, though. I just get like an extra sun and an extra bleed. It's so good. But it just there's a lot of different parts moving, and I don't know which to focus on. I'm like, there's 9.2 at 5, there's 10.0, there's people who are Horde wanting to be Alliance. Like, that still shocks me. I, I can't believe it. Okay, so that leads me to another question for you two. Assuming we can still be in our Proudmoor-based Unomas guild, would you guys race change your mains to something else? No. No. I don't think I would either, even though technically I think most Holy Priests would want to be, like, Blood Elf for the effectively, like, mass enemy dispel thing that restores mana, which is crazy, or Goblin for, like, the movement. So I, I actually, I, I kind of went down with my, my alt list to be like, are there any alts I would change to be Horde? And I don't think so. I was like, ooh, I can make my, my Shaman a Goblin, like Gum Gums. And I was like... My shaman is a bludgeon, and I love dark iron dwarfs. So no, and I I I do want a Zandalari of some type, maybe a warrior, which has been like my most iffiest one. But like, I'm still kind of like, nah, I don't I don't think so. I think the three of us are in this weird newer school WoW player where we actually legitimately care too much about the factions. <laughs> I will admit there is one that I would change. Ooh, who, 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 who you got? Booty ATW is currently oh an Alliance Come Panda, I and you. I would change her into a Horde Pandaren. I was thinking Just about kidding. that. Just kidding. I wouldn't even do that for a joke. No, the only one that I would even think about is Nastisha maybe can turn into a Forsaken Man. Okay, I don't know. Hey, I don't like how think. Forsaken women look, but I also don't like the very thin elf the void blood elf i do void, not that's like what you them. are okay i was like the sea shit what is she, is she yeah she, uh, she's uh yeah she, she's a void elf affliction warlock the only thing is if you were like aaron you got to choose one i'd make her undead male but that's it sorry woolly void elves don't rule that's the verdict baby i mean <laughs> maybe, maybe the maybe the men do the women's animations like they they throw their arm a little bit and it snaps because they're such petite creatures. I mean, my only technical void elf is actually a high elf, so... <laughs> I don't have one at all, I don't think. No, I have. I had Squirm, my Shadow Priest. Yeah, but, like, there's, like, legitimately, like, I, I there's not a... Like, what would I play a Tauren as? I'm not playing it as Druid. My Paladin is, is a dwarf forever. Like, there's nothing... You know what I mean? I like, also I, hope you would play a woman, because having played a male High Mountain for 50 levels, this is ugly. I actually like the male Tauren more than the woman Tauren. It's just... You just... It's like the Worgen rules. You can't wear a head. You can't wear shoes. 
It's the it's the hump for me. It's the same it, thing the for, hump is pretty for Morgan. Bad. It's the hump. It's the bent back. That's fair, and and that's a lot of the horns problems too, because they're like straighten our backs out, and now they're like, wait, we can play alliance races. Everybody wants to play dark iron dwarfs, which I'm like, you guys would, you guys would pick the edgiest of the that the alliance has yeah, to de- offer. De- <laughs> definitely alliances, uh, villain class. I feel like the the crux of being horde is uh wanting to be somewhat edgy, so yeah, that 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 checks out to me. Ooh, we can fight. But just I'm like I, I can't even like process like a lot of this because we we are really we're jumping far in the future when we're just gonna be getting. PvP yeah, I was I, I was I was getting <laughs> heated and like mind racing about cross faction guilds. That's not even a thing. That's something we made up. <laughs> yeah, we're I just mean, getting like, instant. I, I do think it's gonna happen eventually, mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was like, oh, what's that gonna mean for my gameplay come next year? But it's like, no, it's it's just an idea right now. Well, and and the fact. Okay, so the, I'm gonna go back to the interview with Ian. IG, it's IGN by the way. Also, IGN still alive. How the fuck's IGN still alive? Is my first question. I don't have an answer. Would you believe <laughs> that they are one of the leaders in games journalism? I guess if I had to think of other game journalisms, it's Polygon and it's Kotaku, and so yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Bobby Kotaku. Oh, uh, stop. Okay, so IGN asked Ian about cross faction guilds that we're talking about. Um, but they also asked him if they were going to do it in classic. And I'm like, what the fuck? Can we chill? What are you talking about? And he didn't say no. He's like, he he's open to hearing community feedback and reconsidering if the desire is there. But Ian suspects they won't have technical or ide- ideological reasons to implement the change. But if people in classic want the change... Then they he'll they'll consider doing it. That alone makes me think like, holy shit! Like, how the fuck do you do classic and cross faction guilds? What? what? Okay, that is so weird to me. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the direct quote from them when they announced classic was, "We're gonna release this exactly how it was." in classic for you dirty horrors because this <laughs> game sucked back then it was suboptimal there was trash everywhere there was broken code and that's what you want so that's what you're gonna get yeah it's weird they said that entire thing verbatim i would have thought people would have gotten mad that ian was screaming <laughs> at them but they they ate it up but honestly though once the community was like okay listen we know you said that and we need X, 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 X changes. And they made them. And the game has been flourishing. I'm I'm shocked. The the, the um they had their um what's it called? They had their little their meeting for their stock prices. What is that called? Their the quarterly meeting. Report. Yes. And they only lost two million users. Uh they went from twenty-four million monthly active users to twenty-two million monthly active users. That's nothing. That's that's dog shit. That's dog water. Oh my so- god. They are really taking feedback, basically. And so, and Ian says, at this point, I know better than to close any doors. Which is like, oh my god, do you? Please, do you? you? Yeah, well, you don't want to say definitively nothing will happen, because then you're getting memed on for ten years at that point. The the fucking guy who said, you know what you want, but you don't want it, he... 
his house was burglarized. <laughs> People were like, and he lost his job at Blizzard. Wait, He's wait, is, was that Alex Fraser? <laughs> that was uh, that was Jay Allen Brack who said that. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then they and then they made him reannounce it at the thing because no one thought he could be the one to announce classic. So the one who said that announced classic. And now he's not with the company because Bobby Kodak threw him under the bus. Though, to be fair, I feel like it's, his, it's really his, hard his to hands, say. His hands weren't clean. Yeah. I don't know to what extent he was dirty, but his hands weren't clean. Just all the all that gang. It's a very, I, I, and I know Immune won't like this, but it's a running joke in our Overwatch group of just like Jeffy Caps. What, what did he do? I mean, like, I'm not a Jeff- Jeffy Cap stan. I just like Overwatch, okay? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, he, he, he can't be an OG Blizzard person and have his hands clean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Did you know that Overwatch has so many fucking players still in 2021? I'm going to I act did not surprised. Until yesterday. Yeah, you told me yesterday, but I'm still going to act surprised. I, two days ago, according to Active Player, which again is not. I don't think active player is an active measurement, a good measurement, but I've seen this a bunch of other places. Overwatch has racked up at least 5 million average players each month in 2021, peaking as high as 7.3 million. People play Overwatch, but the thing is, people don't talk about it because regular human beings will log on to their game, play it, and not complain on a forum or or a subreddit or a discord about... I hate this game. No one's playing that. Yeah, so you're you're saying that all these online spaces are echo chambers that say that the game is dead? Exactly. That is exactly what's happening. <laughs> and this <laughs> podcast is an echo chamber that says it's alive. You know that's true, baby. My, like, 8 million mercy hours say it's alive, even if it's just me. Which is crazy. Like, just play the games you want to play. Don't listen to what other people say. Just do what the fuck you want to fucking do. I'm I'm excited and I'm scared because I as some like we are probably some of the newest people to which actually is not true by the way oh it's not trade chat has been absolutely wild and oh my god speaking of boosting let's boost on drift on into this growl on the prowl oh my god good joke. Greetings all, Growlina here to welcome you to the midpoint of episode 163. Today's Growl on the Prowl has me with Nexton, a mechanome mage with a real chip on his shoulder. Next, what's the problem today? Well, I appreciate that the mechanomes can have these little claw hands as well as fingers, but why can't we mix and match them? I see. You'd like the ability to have a claw on one hand and some digits on the other? Exactly! Why not just fly to a barber shop whenever you feel the need arise? You can easily swap them out and just be on your way. Well, what can I say? I'm an indecisive guy, Helameo. I want the ability to swap them out on the fly. Give me some bonus hands, just, you know, to keep in my bag so I can live a free life. That's an amazing idea next. I want swappable parts for our littlest mechanical friends. They're working hard to not be seen as cringe, so it's only fair that we let them live free. Until that fateful day, though, I've been Growl, 
and here's part two of the show. Wow, thanks for that initial D reference you probably made because I said the phrase drifting and boosting. We're back to the second half. And while we're talking about boosting, I feel like we need to talk about the other really big news bomb that came out this week in the WoW sphere. And um, I'm talking that like Blizzard just like out of nowhere decided that they're banning boosting services. I mean, like not completely banning, but like kind of banning. Yes. So let's start off with some clarifications here. Your guild can still sell boost runs for gold. You Ooh, can still buy boost goals with runs. Because it, it was on the record books that I did take part in a few Jane amount runs, and I didn't want old Johnny Law <laughs> swatting my house. I don't think it would be retroactive, but yes. As has been um, monumentalized in this podcast, we had several non-successful Jaina they, they They'd have to watch <laughs> the video for evidence. They'd be like, wow, you guys suck. <laughs> you guys stink so bad, you get to go free. But they, they have banned the big organizations that exist, and there's a lot of them. What is one of them? Like, Kakao, Kakao, Okakao? I don't even know their name. Man, that just reminds me of that one Portlandia skit where their safe word was Kakao. I've never seen that, so I don't know the reference, but Kakao! Is that it? Basically, Basically yeah. Kakao! <laughs> um, okay, so... I- I'm pretty sure that I bought in a boost from one of these people because what happens is there's a there's a level one priest who was like, hey, if you want to buy uh your uh mechagon, what's that dungeon called? It's mechagon. Yeah. Wow, that was all, how unoriginal. It was to buy like that mount right that was gonna go away if you didn't do it on hard mode, and I didn't have a hard mode group that could do it or wanted to do it right we were like three of us we were short people we didn't have a tank it was a mess so i just i bought it for like 100k and i'm like go peons do my work for me job's done this little baby priest came and took my money but the the priest was on proudmore but the people that i was grouped with were not on proudmore they were on like kill Jaden or sargeras they were they were somewhere else and i was like okay this is weird if i give this priest gold how did how do these people get paid and i guess what that's is exactly what they're banning is escrow because these organizations have like a, a level one person on each server that takes gold from everybody who's buying a boost and they just like i give this person on proudmore 100k and then a person on sargeras or Kiljaden pays out the people who are carrying me with gold that they have on that server they basically are like this huge banking system that has gold everywhere on every server for buying and selling carries. Wait, so they're banning that. So I feel like normally they advertise in like Group Finder, and I know that they're banning it in Group Finder, right? Yes. So could they still sell it in this way via trade chat? So this is where it gets kind of weird because I feel like technically they could... But they are banning escrow in general, which means no. But how do but, they prove that it's that kind of selling? And that's the part where I don't have a fucking clue. Because they're saying that you can still... Okay, so somebody... They, they, made, they had to make a blue post about this. 
I believe cross realm boosting is disallowed. Almost I read it wrong, which is what I thought, right? Because obviously, if you can't hold it in escrow, how do you cross realm boost? Organizations who disruptively advertise across all realms and establish escrow services are the primary target of this policy update. Guilds and individuals who are inviting players from another realm to join them in traditional game activities in exchange for gold are allowed as they were before. I mean, okay, so think about this. We also do have an example. Big Bear, Big Bear, I, Big Bear, if you're out there still listening to us, you bought one of our Jana runs, but yeah, you weren't that, on Cogmore, right? That was technically what you're describing. And you you were the yeah. middleman, so you're going to jail. No, 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 no. See, I, I didn't hold the gold in escrow. I took his gold, and what I did was now that gold is my gold. And I took that gold and I put it into a battle pet that I boxed up, took with me to Proudmore, and I sold that battle pet on Proudmore for roughly the same amount of gold that I put back in the guild bank. Wink, wink. So that's not escrow because I'm not a banking system that gives gold to other people on the other server, which was Proudmore. Which is really weird, because again, how do you track that, right? I, th- I felt that line is so thin between the two. I mean, they probably know the main service. Like, there's probably, like, distinctly several main services that are doing this. I mean, like, yeah, to be fair, the ones that are doing this, they're huge. They have websites. Um, I, I actually joined a website. I think it's uh, Dawn, Argent Dawn. It's just called Dawn. And they're a humongous group that does sales, uh, sales. And they are in panic mode right now because what do they do, right? This is how this is how a lot of mm. players play the game. It's just like it's interesting. Like, I think overall this is a fantastic change because Group Finder has been a fucking mess. But what's really funny to me is that people are acting like trade chat was saved overnight by this, and I'm like, I'm like, honey's like that is distinctly the place where you could still sell guild runs. Like, that is the place that you will still be getting that. So I'm like, I don't know why you're acting this way. Proudmore's guild chat has not changed. It's still the same. There's still all the anal achievements and then, like, dispersed in them, like, actual, like, guild sales of services. Yeah, it's it's very weird because I hang out a lot in trade chat. I'm Proudmore. You may have seen me in Battlegrounds. Maybe you know me as Alan. Maybe you know me as Wild Seed. One of y'all tried to report me for advertising the podcast, which I did find out, actually, we cannot do, by the way. There you go. In what we, way? Like, we can, we not, like, can we not, like, just not do the link, or can we not even talk about this So show? I was reading the TOS, and it was like, you cannot advertise, like, outside anything. And now that we have a Patreon, I think it's even more bad. Because, because okay, the way I Googled it was Twitch streamers. Because like that's like the most you know close I can get to, and it was like no, you can't because that you you can get a sub from that, and that's money. And I'm like, um, oh, beans. I'm still gonna do it. Don't don't report me. Oh, so could I like hypothetically on an alt that is not named just post in trade chat saying, hey guys, I'm looking for a new WoW podcast. My current favorite <laughs> is another pod. Do not relent. You could do that, but now that you've said it on air and it recorded, you're going to jail behind the bars, Mister. I'm underwater. <laughs> but but, <Really>? seriously, <laughs> but Troy Chat has not been, like, literally 
people on Proudmore will have a good long discussion, and and there will be like a couple of people spamming who are like, join this, join this raid, or go to the, the, this website. Last spot open, and they're there. But like, it's not as egregious as Illidan server, which is like the chat moves so fast you can't even read the ads. People are literally coming back to the game and resubbing. Just so they can type in trade chat and say, hey guys, Blizzard did it. They banned all boosting, and now I can come back, and I'm here to say that this is so cool. And I thought I was being trolled. I thought this was fake. And then the dude was like, have they added anything to any holidays in the last four years? And I was like, oh my god, I think he's redding his guys for real. This, this guy, I mean, I'm sure it's, I, I know it saved him money, but... This guy left the game because he was tired of trade chat? That shit's been slashed left for years. Yeah, I don't really understand because, yeah, you can just leave it, right? And but the minute he was like... That, that, that's, s- why, that's why I'm not seeing these things. You guys are like, oh, they're wilding out in trade chat. And I'm like, okay. The only chat I have is slash like local defense and newcomer chat. Did you, oh, you left trade chat and never came back? R.I.P. Yeah, I've, I, nev- I got into one political argument and I was like this is something in my life I don't need and just absconded with it I just don't read it most of the time because I just don't read chats most of the time because I'm illiterate I love trade chat I love trade chat there's so much happening thank you but episode 9's never coming I don't have the files (laughs) anymore listen that's how we got Kim in the guild uh, 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 somebody in the guild Used to raid with, oh boy, Nick in Carter. Sync. It was Nick in Carter. Sync. No, Backstreet Boys. Fuck, I got it wrong. It is distinctly Nick Carter. Yes, she raided with Nick Carter. She has picture proof. I've seen all the evidence because I was like, I don't believe her. I'm looking her up. This is definitely in a past episode somewhere. I've talked about this, and I found her in trade chat. She was like, Hey, I'm new to the server. Just transferred. Is there any guilds recruiting? And I was like, I'm taking a chance on her. And she literally talked about Nick Carter and the guild, and I was enthralled. And you can find evidence of this. He's a big WoW player, or he used to be. Might still be. Who knows? Anyway, the whole point of this was that trade chat on Proudmoore has not really changed. And so now, like, in the evening, there were, like, three to four posters. And now, obviously, they're not there because every single organization is restructuring, probably into smaller local guilds to still fulfill their thing. People are acting like it's clean as clean as a daisy. And I'm like girl it's gonna come back and also why would you only come back for this that's so bizarre it's so weird to me i'm like whatever i mean like i'm not gonna like kill your party be happy but like like it's not done like that's the one place that they'll still be advertising once they regroup i mean some people chatting and trade chat is the main thing they play you just get enchanted with it and then it takes you 15 months to finish your campaign the people that come back and say oh my god trinket is so clean immediately say i'm so glad boosting is banned because boosting has ruined wow and i'm like okay but how has boosting ruined wow and they're like because anybody can pay for anything they want and then i say but how does that affect you personally because buying a boost in this game will rarely ever, ever affect you. The only way it will affect you is if you are a top 
player in either PvP or raid or mythics, right? And somebody buys a boost and gets gear ahead of you and it like pushes you out of the ratings, but no one's buying that many boosts. Their argument is probably that they don't have the gold to buy a boost, so they feel it's unfair to them. Which which again doesn't matter because everyone the minute you buy a boost Everybody everybody knows you bought a boost. You can look at their armory. You can see they have one Sylvanas Mythic kill and no other bosses. You can see that they have uh, one or, or tw- they have 10 Mythic 20s done and nothing else before that. It's so obvious. If you party with them, they're going to be dog shit. You're, sorry, dog water. You're going to know, right? You know who the bad players are who are boosting. It does not affect yeah, you. It, it, it reminds me, as I'm, so I'm sure it's a story that everyone knows, but a guy boosted traded accounts to get Warglaze of Azanoth. Blizzard watched him be absolute baloney at like two other raids, and they're like, okay, well, that's not you. This was like a sold account. Goodbye. Yeah, like it's it's like you know, and and I I and I'm not talking about like money. I'm talking just like gold bases. People who have a problem with this are so stupid. It keeps players playing the game. Players who can't come back and who are, who can't make you know like they had a kid or they got busy and they just want to get their mount for AOTC. Why not pay some gold to get your mount? Who who cares? I agree. I feel like it's a win-win for the people who are willing to grind mats to sell them to get gold to buy the services. It's good for them. It's good for the top-end people that carry them through it because it gives them something to do in the downtime before a new patch comes out. It keeps them interested. It gets them some gold for the next year where they'll be pushing Mythic first or whatever they're doing. So, like, ever, like I feel like everyone's happy. I I mean, I personally haven't ever done this because I don't care, but, like, I feel like it's good. Yeah, it's it's a legitimate business, and I know people are like, hey, it's a game for fun, it's not a business, but, like, with a collection of high-end people like that who are going to get bored, it's a good way for them to stay high-end. You get money from people paying you to get trivial things that matter to them yeah it's it's literally it's the it's honestly the most bougiest rpg thing you can do oh here you go minions take my gold and do this quest for me finish my achievements for me (laughs) me not that kind of orc as long as it's gold and not real money that's where the line is drawn obviously right (laughs) it's just so baffling people are like the game is saved no more gold boosting and i'm like you are a bad at the game i can already tell and i armory them and they are a bad at the game should that matter no it shouldn't matter but it matters to me there's something else that has happened this week that is similarly baffling to me what well i didn't know this is what happened okay so we got a lot of big news this week right and in addition, we got a lot of new, like, 9.2 things added to PTR, like, changes. They have the splash screen now, which normally means that, like, we have a date coming soon. We feel like 9.2 is coming soon. But we do not have a date yet, which I'm like, I, okay, so now that I've literally said this on recording, it will be announced tomorrow before this is released. Thank you, thank so. you for your service. The The egg will be on your face, but the rest of the eggs will be on our plate, and I thank you for that. Then we have to do a bonus episode for the fucking reveal. Fuck me. But yeah, I just feel like there's been a lot of news, and 
I just want to date, and I feel like it has to be soon. It's got to be, right? It's it, People thought it was coming last week. Like, it's got to be coming. I, I thought it was going to be this week, and it's, it's going to fucking be tomorrow after we record, and I'm prepared to record another episode to fucking bonus episode out. Fuck me. And another thing that was announced that is equally as weird, I guess. I mean, I... I don't really know how to feel about it, boys, but they announced that there is going to be a Warcraft mobile game coming this year, yeah. like 2022. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go out and throw my big wet blanket out. I just think it'll be a different version of like mobile app. I don't know. I I don't think so because I I feel like in the past we have we have, we've had two versions of the uh, mobile app for this, right? For like wow. And they, they don't normally get this big of a lead-in. It just kind of happens. They disabled the old one, took away our auction house, and gave us this one. Now, it's possible. This one could just be an auction house app. Which, oh, God, please. I miss being able to buy auctions at work and selling. Ugh. Give me the little 3D renders back. I like that. Oh, my God. Aaron, I was just going to say, give me a dual-function armory where I can watch myself dance and watch my mog. And also an auction house where I can sell things. Like, so, I want to sell those medallions of the Legion. So, yeah, literally just you have all the code from the app from 2015. Put it back. I don't think it's going to be either of those. The Blue Post says, Blizzard is planning substantial new content for the Warcraft franchise in 2022, including new experiences in World of Warcraft and Hearthstone and getting all new mobile warcraft content into players hands for the first time my grand theory is pet battling and fishing those have been the top two absolute top two requests from players for a mobile app since like 2008 since they're now doing this thing where they're like okay listen if we're gonna do cross factions maybe we should finally do the fucking pet battle app and the fishing app and i think that's what's gonna be Maybe they're like, it's time, it's high time to just give the people what they want. And if that's true, like, whatever, will I use this? I'll have it downloaded, but I don't know that I will actually use it. I mean, I don't care about either of those two things. I've never had a main that has had max fishing, and I only have, like, a few pets that are max level, so whatever. The first comment says, pet battle mobile, please. <laughs> oh god, oh god, oh god. People are people want this now. Some say RTS. I don't think it'd be RTS, but I think it's gonna be pet battle adjacent. I would love, unironically, it would make me smile ear to ear if there was a designated fishing app where you just select the zone, select the like rough pond you want, and then you just tap to throw your line in, tap to bring it out. <laughs> And just do that ad nauseum. <laughs> like, it's such a simple app, but it's, it's better than doing it in-game where you have to track, like, with your mouse to click on the bobber. You're, you're 100% right, though. I unironically would have that on my desk while I'm working, just casually doing that every once in a while. Absolutely, because think about it. When I'm playing WoW, normally I'm, I'm gone from work. I don't have time to fish. I have other things to do in WoW. If I could fish when I'm shitting at work, you know I'm going to fucking fish in the toilet. Of course I'm going to. Kerplunk. 
<laughs> I mean, but they did say they didn't say World of Warcraft though, did they? They said getting all new mobile Warcraft content. It could be an RTS, which I think would also Clash of Clans. Anybody? But with I, I would play it. I'm sorry to say, I would play Clash of Clans World of Warcraft edition. I, I would do it. I do it. You hear? I I very much would, especially now that they can go back and do that with like all the extra units and races and stuff. It'll be much more interesting than the olden days of humans and orcs. Whatever it is, you know we're gonna download it. So, I it's gonna take up space on my phone. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium moot immune. What do you have for us this week? Okay, I have a top a two. And I don't know, our guild has been all about the mythic keystones this week. And I have been running them on my hunter mainly to the point where I like have two full slots of a uh, 15 plus a gear in my vault for next week. <laughs> and I also got Keystone Master on my hunter. <laughs> nice. So that, that's a that's a that's a top two. I didn't think that I would have two characters with Keystone Master. And I'm I overall I am proud of myself. I feel like I am fairly competent at Be- Beast Mastery Hunter, which is admittedly easy, but so is Holy Priest. I am an easy class master. Let's do this. But uh, a slide whistle, what do you have? I got a top two. I got two top toots. Two, 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 two toots. Two, two, toots. So my toot originally made before I heard Immune's toot was a similar toot in that my boy Alan, my unholy death knight, has been killing it in Mythic Plus. I... The damage that this boy can turn out is absolutely absurd. I had no idea. Which, like, this week was a little unfortunate, um, because it is... Fuck, I am so bad at these affixes names, but I think it's Bursting? Correct, it is Bursting, and what's the other one? Volcanic. Volcano's nothing. But bursting's one that sucks, because it means I can't just kill shit immediately, unless we have a Holy Priest to master the spell. But I'm using on his hunter getting his fucking keys on master, so I couldn't fucking just listen. I I sometimes not only need to top the healing charts, but I need to beat your death knight on the damage charts. Oh, so when did that happen? Because I don't remember that happening at all. Because I was on top of the charts for the overall fight. If you look at the menus, baby boy. No, the only time you beat me is when you switched to your druid. No, that's not true at all. Look at the meters. The, my, I was on top of the overall. I, I don't think so. <laughs> I 100% was. Are you being sarcastic right now? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so obviously I beat him in the meters by this voice. <laughs> He's just embarrassed. I'll let, I'll let him talk this shit. I know, I know. Being... Being big boy on top is very important. Don't too. worry, you'll see the screenshots soon enough. I have them still. I'm so. I'm so he said he's the- got the <laughs> receipts. I got the proof. Um, but anyway, before you try to ruin my top two, I've been loving it. Uh, I just feel like Unholy just feels really, really good in the Plus right now, and he's like eighteen hundred. No, sorry, he's fucking like sixteen ninety nine. I need, like, almost one more point 
to be able to upgrade my shit. Oh my, I, I hate the system. Why isn't it account-wide? Still not a bottom boot. <laughs> I really was hoping that you... I don't know why, but like in my in my soul, I was like, I was hoping that Slide Whistle was going to say Alan is 1738. 1738. Oh, my man's is in prison. He can't make any new albums. He deserves... I'm ready, Fetty. Fetty deserves to be in prison. Deserves to be in prison. Fentanyl... Slinging that should be a, a crime, and it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a crime that he went Ugh, to prison for. So bad. And he, he he farted out an album before he did though, and that's what us uh, Fetty heads gotta. <laughs> I did love that album. Not gonna lie. Uh, Unironically streamed it. <laughs> the... I did I did stream it a lot. Most of it was to support my man Fetty, but you know I'll give it a, a little break, and then come back. I'm sure I'll appreciate it more. It was a lot of nostalgic for hearing his voice and his like murmuring. You know what I mean? Anyway, back to what I was saying. Loving Death Knight. I'm gonna get Kitsu Master on him. I have like five like elevens, <laughs> and I'm like 1700. So like it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll get it this next week probably. You know, I said it was a double top two. <laughs> what was my other one? I already lost it. All this all this funny bop talk took it over. Aaron, what do you got for us? It's been seven years. It's been seven years. That's my that's my favorite where he just talks about how long it's been since the last album came out. Since I heard a Fetty Wap song. <laughs> but I have a top toot. <laughs> my toot is that for my upcoming birthday, which by the way, if you're listening to this on Sunday. It's my birthday, so you gotta give me one Bitcoin. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, hold on there, bud. Aaron, that's kind of a big ask. I don't know if you know that. I know, I know. You, Everyone needs to give me one Bitcoin. A Dogecoin? Make me a millionaire, please. I'm gonna use it to buy a picture of Queen Amidala and tell my mom that I own it. <laughs> NFTs. Uh, and then I will screenshot it. it and post it on Twitter and be like, I have it too. Well, Sorry. guess what? I'll say, hey, get, hey, check closer. It's Kira Knightley. It was the fake Amidala the whole time. Wait. You fell for my trap. Is there, I am the real is one. Is there a Queen Amidala NFT coming out? Mm, I'm sure there is now. Oh, I was like, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I love Queen Amidala and that little, her, her little goofy ass hair buns on the side. Look at it. <laughs> Fuck NFTs. Anyways, No. Uh, but for my birthday, Cubbybub got me all of the boxes of World of Warcraft up to the best expansion, Warlords of Draenor. That's cool as shit. It is. Okay, so what are we? What are you gonna do with them, Aaron? Are you just gonna like put them on a bookshelf facing <sighs> outward, or like what? What's your plan? Because that is sick as fuck. It's. I really don't know because, as anyone who owns the box knows, they open like a trifold. To, that features really cool art and really cool <laughs> both lies that Blizzard says. Uh, the Wrath Box talks about the dance studio and aerial battles. And them fishing for like multiple things to say about the beginning patches of expansions. One of the selling points in the Mists of Pandaria box here is do a flying serpent kick as a monk. <laughs> like, like that's going to be a selling point. Like, someone's like, what? I don't know about this one. And then they see, do a flying serpent kick. They're like, oh, that's sick as hell. So is that their big kicking move that flies across the yeah. map? Or? Yeah, the, th I mean, the like, thing that, that they I, can do at, like, level 27. I mean, it's cool, but, like, is that expansion selling? 
<laughs> or like there's one here in the cata box that's like defend Gilneas from the forsaken navy i mean i guess technically but like it's it's not a, you'll lose well, i mean serpent kick's pretty cool serpent kick is pretty <laughs> cool I, it's really cool it's we're moving we, i have full autonomy on the new office space that we have i I don't know how much of this room is just going to be me showing off these boxes. I mean, like, as you saw, our our second bedroom is literally just uh, us showing off all of our Warcraft stuff, so <laughs> power to you. <laughs> but we, and I assume we'll have the Legion, and I guess BFA had, like, one box. And then that's it. For anyone out there who didn't know, Shadowlands has no box. And I doubt... Going forward, they will have boxes. Um, it has a box, but only for Clutter Seditions, and I have and two. It has a big rainbow box. It does not have a little trifold like the rest of them do. Uh, how do you know? You haven't opened one. You haven't opened my box. It has a trifold inside of it. Does it? Only one way to find out. I mean, I technically think the box itself is a trifold. It's a thick ass trifold. Yeah, I think it <laughs> that does. is true. You know, wait. You know, I can open it right now and find out. Is it sealed? No, it's not. A one is sealed, remember, because Target gave me two. <laughs> Confirmed. Not a trifold. Uh, well, there you go. My oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not a trifold. <laughs> My statement stands. Anyways, it's really cool. I'm really excited to set those up. And that was this week's top toot. Toot toot. Lots of toots over here. Lots of farting boys. That is us, you know. This episode and all of the jokes, good and bad, in it were brought to you by these lovely people. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tajerla, fourth host of the podcast, Joe Monkey, Ahoy Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone, Vanderlyle, please don't right-click and save my shout-out, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Odarno, giving a shout-out to Cubbybub's Mountain Mama jacket, Gershom, check out Thrall's Balls, and Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. Fallen Father. Thank y'all. Thanks. And with that, we're out of here. If you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, you can send us an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com. You can join our Discord at do not relent.com. No pod. Talk with us. Chat with us. We were in voice chat playing Overwatch, playing all kinds of games. World of Warcraft 2. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at do not relent pod at twitter.com. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow our podcast Gram on the Gram at Do Not Relent. You can follow me on Twitch where I stream sometimes at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. Read the literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And finally, find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Goodbye. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>